Hello, I'm Anthony Grillo, and today I'd like to present you uh, my music. Uh, my artist's name is Gatzuki. That's G E no G A T T Z U K I. Uh, I make music very similar to Mad Lib, which I've uh, made a podcast on before. So, if you're interested in him, I would love you to check out my music. Today's episode is going to be way different than usual since I'm actually going to play the full song for each track I play. Um, I thought it would be cool. I have the ownership of these songs, so I thought it would, uh, wouldn't really matter. Couldn't do that with like someone else's music. But um, here's my one of my favorite songs that I made that isn't even actually released yet. It's called Rum and Coke, and it's going to be on my next album. So uh, watch out for that. It's going to come out soon. That is probably my favorite song I've ever made. <laughs> not gonna lie, it's up there. Like, uh, it took me like a few weeks to do actually. Not like st- like hours a day, but like maybe like an hour a day for a few weeks. Um, I'm gonna have to remember the sample name, so I'm gonna come back real quick. So I actually recorded that like a week ago, and now the actual like, the actual album is out. So you could check it out in like everything, like Spotify, Bandcamp, uh, Apple Music, all that stuff. So. Here's the issue. I lost the samples for most of these songs. I just realized I had a list. So eventually, it's going to get put into whosample.com and I'll be able to tell you. But for now, I think it would just be better to tell you my process for what I did to make these songs. So, um, for this album, I was going, wasn't going for like rappable beats, like a beat that someone can go over. I was going for like more of like a stylized kind of beat. So, um, sample chopping is really popular. But like not like right now it's kind of like a, a, a thing that people don't really do anymore for boom bap music which is what i make um so i'm kind of like a one of the only people left that make this type of music but um the issue is that it's been done before so i wanted to decide what can i do on these tracks to make it different from everyone else so i decided on um my own style of sample chopping, which is, um, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just my own way of doing it. You're going to have to trust me. But otherwise, um, the mixing and the compression and the 
you know, all the effects I put in my things are, are different than most of the people that have made this music before. And I like to put a uh, synthesizer I use over a lot of my tracks. It's called the um, Oberhausen Synthesizer. It's worth like a few hundred dollars, but I um, got it for free. Um, it's it's just amazing. Like if you're ever a, if you're a producer and you're listening to this, look up uh, Plugin Boutique's uh, Oberhausen because you can get it for free pretty easily. Um, so it's really versatile. So it could be like very uh, spacey. It could be really tight and like a sine wave, or it could be like. Um, really loose or deep like an 808 you know like a, like a bass it's really versatile so i love using it for basically all my tracks um so actually right now i'm going to tell you some little bit of knowledge i'm going to drop a knowledge bomb on you so if, basically when you're mastering a track the rule is that your drums should be at zero decibels in your mix so you base everything else around those drums your vocals, if you're recording vocals, should be a little bit quieter than the, the drums. Your bass should be as loud as your vocals, but um, it should be distinguished. You shouldn't be able to, um, it shouldn't screw up the sound of your vocals. It should, they should go together well. And then your sample or your instruments, the more of a higher tone, um, should be a l about 15% quieter than your vocals. And most of the time, that sounds good. But if you throw it all together, with just with the volume changes, into one big track, and you just press hit play, and you assume that everything's like put together well, it wouldn't sound good still, despite the volume being the correct point. And the reason for that is being the equalization of the frequencies not being correct. So um, you might hear a rapper talk about how their beat uh, needs to be EQ'd or something like that if they're making a joke with their producer. Being EQ'd is when you tune and change the frequency uh, that a track has. So if I'm, just for example, if I'm using, I recorded a guitar, right? And I compressed it and it's loud and it sounds good. Then I should be worrying about the, comp the compression next. Okay, I already said that, but you should be worrying about the equalization. Equalization will make it so that not only does it sound good, which you can actually affect with the equalization, but it doesn't mesh and clash with the other parts of the song. So, the drums, for the most part, work well with ev anything, everything. Like, you don't have to really tweak the drums too much equalization-wise. And if you do, and then they're probably not good drums, to be fair, or you didn't record them well. <laughs> then vocals are uh, really difficult. I'd say the two most difficult things to, to mix, actually. And a lot of producers say this, like really famous ones like Rick Rubin, say that the uh, vocals and the bass guitar, or like 808's bass, are the hardest to mix in a song. The reason for that being, um, when you have a drum, it makes a sound. There's not really any really stray frequencies that go off. Like, um, it's just a percussion sound. There's nothing complicated about it. But a vocal, a voice, is so complicated and so deeply complex that making it sound like an instrument, making it sound like it's one freaking instrument instead of like a wild voice you have to like tame it basically with an equalizer so you have to basically cut the low frequencies which uh, i think a lot of people are surprised about but yeah you want to cut the low frequencies of the voice since those make the track sound muddy you don't want a muddy sounding track it ruins it then the mid frequencies are where most of your vocal range is going to be at so tweaking that 
making sure the mid frequencies are the most important part of the vocals and the most standout part of the vocals are really important. The high frequencies are a little less important than the, than the mid frequencies, but you, it's still really important. So you, you want to turn down the, uh, you want to either turn up or turn down the high frequencies depending on how uh, it sounds in the context of the rest of the track. Um, and the bass, the bass, I, I I'm struggling with still. <laughs> Just by making music for three years and using bass in all my songs, I still am really struggling with it. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna be 100 honest with you. So I get the general concept. This concept, your bass wants to be in the sub frequencies of the low low sub-frequencies and the mid-range as well, but less on the mid-range and more focus on the low. So, okay, that's all good and dandy, but you do that, you make it the same volume as the vocals, and you listen to the track again through your headphones, and you're like, shit, that really clashed with the vocals, or shit, I can't hear that at all. So you're like, well, then I have to turn the volume up if, it, if you can't hear it. And then it clashes with the vocals, and then it clashes with the vocals, so you turn the volume down, and then it's too quiet to hear. So it perplexes me to this day. So when you hear like Wu-Tang Clan, or uh, I don't know, some other artist that uses 808s, like a trap song, I'd say that's the most impressive part of modern music, is how producers today have mastered using bass. I'm not there yet. It's not what I specialize in. Um, I'm more of a vocals and synthesizers and drum person but um other than that there's instruments like the synthesizer you want that to be cut cut where at like the mid frequencies a little bit so that the mid frequencies uh so that the vocals can actually uh kind of push their way through the track because because you want the drums and the vocals to be as like the most noticeable part of your song um and then the bass and then the instruments so you cut a little bit of the mid vocals and then you can add reverb and delay which uh basically just like it makes it feel more full i guess is the word reverb and delay um so actually they're kind of the most simple part other than the, if unless you're recording the instruments and not using digital instruments then that's really difficult but um other than that it's not too difficult so you can use reverb to make a sound uh, an instrument sound fuller so you would think, well, it must be the same for vocals, right? But there's actually a strict rule in hip hop that you basically do not use reverb at all. Uh, it's popular in pop music for vocals, but it's not for hip hop. You do not want to use reverb. What you use instead is delay. So if, if you think, if you don't know what delay is, it's like, think like, uh, I don't know, you're, you're in a, a big hallway and you, you say echo and it comes back to you and you can hear it like reverberating back to you. Um, that is what you want to use on vocals for hip hop songs since it does not clash with the drums and the bass um, if you use delay but too much delay can always ruin the vocals too and you really don't want to use too much delay most of the time but you do not especially do not want to use reverb on your vocals so uh, sorry for boring you for I think it's been my <laughs> Tangent's been going for nine minutes now, so let me get back to another track. I think this is definitely going to be my longest episode, by the way. So you might be thinking, you're probably not, but you might be thinking, that's all good and dandy, but you've never even released a song with uh, vocals, and you'd be 100% right. It's my main goal right now, actually, for uh, my upcoming music, is to collaborate with uh, rappers and musicians that um, aren't me. <laughs> so 
I was thinking like more underground people if I could find because it's not easy to get people that are uh, exactly popular. So I'm I'm trying to hit that sweet spot of underground yet good. <laughs> so if uh, you know anyone, uh, I would love to work with them. So uh, please recommend them. But um, my most of my music, especially the album I just released. You can't rap over it's just not gonna work for most of the most of the time right because it's very heavy on the sample and it's um not it doesn't really put it, it wouldn't be able to put too much focus on the vocals in the late track so you're thinking you might be thinking well hip-hop uses samples all the time and they have rappers in their song all the time so yeah they do because usually it's a loop the sample is a loop and that loop makes it a lot better to sit it the loops it a lot better with vocals than like a, a cut up um track like i usually do so actually my next song i'm going to show you isn't actually might actually might not actually ever be released it's just um kind of my practice with using vocals so it actually has um the rapper mf doom in it but i obviously didn't commission mf doom since well he's dead but also uh he's easy to work with like vocally because he uh, has a very strong voice and uh, when you look up his vocals without instrumentals uh, there's a lot of good results and uh, he's one of my favorite musicians so I tried using him for uh, I tried making a beat around his vocals instead of um, the vocals surrounding the beat so that's what the next track I'm going to show you is it doesn't have a name but um, it was my experiment first trying to see what it would sound like to put MF Doom with uh, vocals. I mean MF Doom with my song. Till his brain's broken completely Get back on his feet, work out And eat some Wheaties Greedy for the cheese, please Most couldn't fathom Had him in the Cobra clutch When he spat the mad him gems Collection of brats, Tim's and hats Had no time for the pity pat I'll give him that The rhythm hit him back with a right hook Took it off, bought a sign I thought it was a high look Depends on the shades The end of days fades Pretenders lay in dates on stages Melees, eat it up, microphone, microwave, mayonnaise. His own way was strange, but it matters not. Tuned into a frequency tone at shattered rock. Hold it down like satin or do spot rapper docks. Need to put a sock in a chatterbox. The block got line of ion stock. Folks gather around, it's no joke like knock knock. It's them, they came home the roost, y'all, and watch them transform the game to the rules of foosball. She's too small. Any questions? Him could squeeze blood from a penny in the recession. Keep guessing. It gets deeper than depression. The power of suggestion. Wake or sleep or pick the lesson. Dig that beat. Ripped it with metal fingers and stomped it with big fat feet. You know what they say. Cut the hay. Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. But today, it's all gray. Metallic with a ruby stone. Rude like the type of dude you could write a movie on. Hardcore porn. Did his own stunts, rid his own rhymes, and split his own blunts once.
vocals from that track come from uh, the MF Doom song, uh, vocal, Microphone Mayonnaise, uh, which is, you know, very in his style. And I thought it was really interesting because his voice was already really well mixed in the original song. So theoretically, you would think it would go into the um, my mix really well. But actually, that wasn't the truth. It actually took me a full few hours just to even mix that those vocals uh, into my song, despite them already being really clean and crisp and having no really faults in the original track. Um, I did not get that legally, by the way, so... Yeah, uh, the vocals were basically ripped off of uh, something I found on YouTube. So, but otherwise, uh, our music is very similar. MF Doom and I's like our, our production. So I thought this would uh, work well in my track. Uh, so, yeah, that's my uh, mix with his vocals in it. Uh, I would love for you to support my music. So if you wanted to go uh, on Spotify, actually anywhere, you can listen to my music anywhere. My name is. Uh, Gatzuki, which is G-A-T-T-Z-U-K-I. Uh, I would love for you to support my music. Uh, it would mean a lot to me. And uh, I, I just wanted to give a little shout out. There's this uh, guy in my class that always listens to my podcast. He, he's like actually really, he's probably the most supportive uh, person through my creative outlets. His name's Tommy Ramson. I just want to give a big shout out to him. He's really cool. Uh, and I just want to thank him for uh, supporting my stuff, even music or podcast. Um, so yeah, that's about it.